Thanks for tuning in to the Basketball Blokes Podcast. Now, some of you may know Banksy as the ordinary bloke, but it must be said that his isolation game is elite. That's right, Boydy. This top bloke has gone and built us a website over the off-season. What a king legend. That would be me. Make sure you check out basketballblokes.com for your NBL fantasy news. Enjoy the show, guys. Yeah, listeners, you're back with Benny, Banksy, and Boydie, the basketball blokes, dribbling all things Aussie hoops and NBL fantasy. But once again this week, Benny, we are a man down. Uh, yes, we are a man down, mate. But uh, this, I guess, we go out of action with Banksy again, uh, if you weren't aware. Uh, but, um, look, last week I had... His blessings. He's given us his blessings yeah, for us right. to continue this week because we still wanted to get some content out to you people out there. That's right. So the priority is the content and, of course, being uh, free agency. Free agency waits for no one, right? That's right. So, um, look, uh, this is basically the Illawarra Hawks podcast, right? That's oh, right. Did I, miss, did I say that wrong? No, that's right. Um, yes, you I'm did wrecking say them right. if you can't see, but it is. This used to say Illawarra. It's just the Hawks now. I've got to, <laughs> got to remind myself, don't I? So, You're going to win um, another weekly uh, in game day in order to get yourself a new top, mate. Yeah, this is right. So I've uh, customised this one. And uh, the only thing I need to do is uh, change the ball on the back to bald, and then it'll be fully customised, and that'll be perfect for me. So, <laughs> um, But something that come to mind as well was this is obviously the city jersey, right? The Illawarra city jersey. Yep. They don't technically have a city have now there that's right they already had the region of illawarra and but now they're just the so i wonder how that will happen this year with these city jerseys because they're really popular i'm a massive fan of these city jerseys um got a, a few different clubs uh, varieties but uh maybe that'll be a, an opportunity to put a big uh chico's uh um uh, store uh, emblem or something like that, just to so so that they you know that it is still the Illawarra Wollongong Hawks. I guess that's when we'll know for sure whether they're um, still sticking by that city or what have you. So, anyways, we don't want to get into that. We already, I think we already talked about that on a previous uh, thing, and I don't want to get the, I don't want to get any hate <laughs> messages on Twitter or anything like that for us. So, um, we're trying something out tonight new with this broadcast stuff that Benny's got. So, excuse us if um, it's a little bit of a shoddy picture or whatever on the on the Twitter. If you're on our Twitter live, I can see there's a couple of people on there. Yeah, um, this is already take two. Hit us up with a comment if you want to, if you want to uh, say good day or um, got a question or want us to talk about anything in particular, we'll try and attack it. Um, but bearing the thing that we're one man down already, we'll um, we'll do our best and we'll see how we go and we, we'll just sort of suck it and see and um, yeah, go from there. So as you, as you mentioned, Benny, big day. I guess it was a pretty quiet day on the free agency front, but a, but a huge day for for the Hawks. That's right. Uh, so the biggest news. Um, speaking of doing their best, just about the best signing in the NBL history, according to Corey Homicide Williams, from what you were telling me from the right. uh, earlier tonight. But uh, um, of course, we are talking about Deng Adele Boyd. Um, That's right. Obviously, awesome signing. Um, they didn't get Deng Deng wrong. There was no, they, got both. <laughs> they were they were on the money there, and um, we obviously had the hint with his uh, trainer or whatever it was saying that you know he'd sign. A few days ago, and Olgan and ESPN and those that crew were on the money as well. So yep. um, now, obviously, from a basketball sense, uh, awesome pickup, awesome signing. Huge. 
let's talk fantasy though because that's what we do here mm-hmm. um we had initially some differing feelings about this i'd like you to tell everyone how you felt about it start with. well I, I, I think he's a lock i think he's my starting lock small forward to be honest yeah and that might change, I guess. At the moment, he's my lock. But, I mean, if there's, you know, I don't know if someone, I can't pick a name out of my head at the moment, but if someone's named an import or something like that that comes in at a million bucks that's going to rip it up as well, then maybe he won't be a lock. But at, and in the state of play at present, he's a lock for me. Small forward. Well, just in case you're wondering, so going by previous years of NBL fantasy, uh, he would generally come in at about that $1.5 million mark. That's the precedent we've got with that is um, Mitch Creek, uh, Andrew Boger came in at the same price, having the NBA background. Um, obviously, Creaky had the G League background, which is where Deng Adele has last played his trade. Like, I love him as a player. Um, when I'm a Houston Rockets fan, as you can tell by the hat, um, when he was playing the Summer League, I watched all of those games, um, including one where he went for 20-plus points and had about seven assists or something along those lines. Um, listening to the other Houston Rockets podcasts, I honestly, he was going to make this. He was up very close to getting that last spot on the roster that eventually went to Isaiah Hartenstein at the time from memory. But um, absolute fringe of the NBA like yep. as far as talent, um, yep. could potentially be in there. Um, this $1.5 million pro- price, that's an average of 41. Um, so you'd feel comfortable that he's going to beat that point? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think he pads the stats in all things. He's going to be like, he's going to be sort of like Hobson, I think, but I don't know. He could have a higher ceiling, possibly. Um, we okay. checked out, I know we checked out his G League stats the other day, and he had, he's had five double doubles over the last sort of year and a half or two years. Um, and that's arguably in a, maybe in a tougher league. So, um, what is a tougher league? So I think that we could see the same sort of thing. He's a rebounder. He's he, he gives assists. He's going to score. He's just he is going to score in in the NBL. I think um, there's no doubt about that. So you know I like it. I think he's um, I think he's going to be like I said. I think I'm pretty excited. And there's a few other people that sort of agree with me. Yes, price is a little bit of a is a bit of a question mark. And the 1.5 we've probably got to decide about what's going to be around that mark if you need to at the time, but um, at the moment, he's my small forward starting. Well, I know you just mentioned Scotty Hobson. I went back and mm-hmm. looked at who I thought was a comparable sort of player, and Hobson was the first one that came to mind for me as well. Yep. He averaged 43 fantasy points, so he's really not fluctuating from price. He did have that one game where he was injured in the first quarter uh, last season. Uh, Lamar Patterson went at 45 points a game, and Creaky who is a bit taller than, um, went at 47 points a game. So you, it, the excitement that I heard you talk about was like, this guy's going to do what Bogut did, the king legend himself. I don't think he's going to do what Bogut did. And because Bogut averaged 60, he went yep. to over $2 million in price. So that was uh, um, obviously well worth the 1.5, and he was a must-start regardless of schedule. I don't think you can say that... Dengadel will be a must-start regardless of schedule in the same manner that Bogut was. But Probably not. No. Awesome to have him in the league, though. But but I think he's going to be... I actually think he might be... Look, he's going to be the man on that team at the moment, it looks like. And depending on who their import signings are, 
it's very much going to look like he is the man, I think, at present. So unless, depending on who else, who else they sign, I guess. So it's a bit too far out to say, but maybe. But now you're trying. Now you're talking him into maybe not being a lock. But I think oh, well, at the moment he is. At present, is he's a lock. Hey, well, you know, it's bloody the exciting, hype, the isn't hype it? man. Corey, Homicide Williams is thinking he's going to be all NBA first team. So based on that, I think that I would have him in my fantasy team. Yeah, and to I get guess, into that team, he's going to be, have to be putting up mass stats like the top five players in the league do. Yeah, um, I think schedule is going to still play into it. Uh, so awesome signing for the Hawks. Something else that we liked seeing was Dan Greeter signing Boyd. Um, obviously, um, seems to be doing pretty well in his uh, recovery from his Rico. Mm-hmm. Um, back in January, yeah. uh, I feel you got to feel sorry for the guy, right? He, I think Liam Santa Marita quite rightly talked him up coming into the start of last season as potentially the hottest free agent um, going towards the following season. Yep. In the And then he obviously had a bit of a down year last year. We'll talk about that guard rotation that Illawarra had later in the podcast just uh, by chance. But um, his stock was down by that. and oh, then sure. And the injury. And then to have the injury going into free agency – Awesome, he's got the two-year deal. Yep. Um, and for fantasy, uh, this is a downgrade target. We Sneaky. don't get downgrade targets no. unless um, – because he was due back in January, isn't it? So all something things like going that, well, yeah. that'll be around, around five or six or something like that. Um, yeah, you might be able to – January, possibly later, but, yeah, we'll see what how he goes, I guess. But, yeah. Um, just we never get that unless imports get cut and then getting the new million-dollar guys coming yep. in. So. Um, that'll be awesome. Awesome to have Dan back at Illawarra. Uh, next up on the list, Boyd, is uh, Big Samson. Yeah, that's it. Um, the Sam in demand or something like that was the tweet they were putting out today. So, look, um, and Liam on his uh, wrap-up of the free agency um, even said that he's, he thinks possibly, depending on who they sign, um, Sam might start um, okay. for Illawarra, which is interesting, I think. Um, look, we saw at the end of the season last year when he got opportunity, he ripped it up, just like Greta did any time that he had opportunity, just like Emmett Nah did any time he had opportunity, just like Sunday Desh had in, in whenever he had opportunity. Um, but the problem is, the, with the, especially with the last two names I mentioned, they were basically, if one got the opportunity, it was at the expense of the other. So now they're on separate teams, um, and this includes and Sam. I should go back to Sam Froling, really, but um, I think all these guys have got something to prove, and they've all got they're all worthy of um, looking because they're all cheap options still because they were so sporadic, I guess, through the year. They're all relatively cheap priced. So if Sam Froling happens to start, I'm not going to say he's, he will or what have you, but if he happens to start in that Hawks team, look, I see him putting up some pretty good production. I would have thought. Yeah, I tend to agree. Um, looking at a price estimate of around 550k yep. uh, for Sam, and I think he had a double you, double late in the year, so that was a 46 pointer or something like that in the end. He's a double double threat um, and just a very good player um, with plenty of upside. So if he doesn't start, he's going to have a dominant role, which is um, pretty good, a prominent role, should I say? Um, pretty good bench backup at at a minimum, I would think. So. Yep. Uh, awesome for us fantasy coaches to have Sam. And um, there's another rumour out there of another potential big man, though, because I guess this is where it comes in uh, to question whether he starts or not or what role he mm-hmm. plays, Boyd. And that rumour is? 
Uh, that rumour is Cam Bairstow returning from Europe to play in the NBL again is strongly linked by, I think, Liam Santamaria, or was it Olgan that linked the two of both, Dangadel and him? I think, I can't remember now. But, um, yeah, certainly, obviously, Cam Bairstow from formerly of the Brisbane team's been playing over in the Europe for the last couple of seasons now. Um, look, he's not, you know, he's not, and from his time in Brisbane here, he's not going to be, like, I guess, import level. Um but he's definitely, for a local, he's a solid power forward. Port um, Center, maybe, at a stretch, maybe. Um, and can score and can run and gun as well. I think that's what Gorge is looking to have that team run and gun, especially with Dangadale sign now. Um, so, uh, yeah, watch his space, I guess. But um, it'd be good to see Cam back. I was a bit of a Cam fan when he was here for, for Brisbane in the first couple of years. Obviously, been in the, had been in the NBA previous to that. Um and had terrible run of injuries, um, yep. but seemed to be fit and fit and well the last couple of seasons over in Europe. And so hopefully, if he's back here, he's fit and well and uh, and can put up some numbers as well. Yeah, we did. We were both fans, and I think we did get burnt by the Brisbane Bear, didn't we? We really? did a little bit. I think um, in the start. so uh, sharing with uh, Matty Hodgson a lot at that time, wasn't he? So yeah. Um, if he can get a cleaner run at it, uh, he's been fit for a couple more seasons. Um, Depends yeah, what he's definitely one too, to watch. And for for a local caliber player, um, mm-hmm. it's been a, if that was to come to fruition, it's been a very very good week for my the Hawks. So that's right, that's right. But if we're going to turn it on to turn it back to fantasy for a little bit, Cambesto might end up being a little bit expensive to start off with. I can't remember what his finishing price was because it was from a couple of years ago. Um, but you have, I'd wait and see. We'll wait and see. Watch that space. But definitely one, just like I keep saying, I, I think I'm doing most of the tweeting at the moment during um, free agency during the day for us. And um, I think I've said it about 15,000 times already. So apologies out there. But um, chuck him on your watch list. Because um, Cam is he, like he's a rebounder and he's a scorer, so you know double double threat definitely. Same with Sam Froling. Um, so keep him on your watch list. I know my watch list is about forty six players deep at present, but we'll trim those down, trim them back, and and everything as the as we get closer and closer, and as we start to learn a bit more about each team's roles and, and all that sort of stuff. So, um, I mentioned it's been a good week. For the Hawks, but they have lost uh, some players from last season. Boyd, um, uh, probably most notably in Todd Blanchfield, I'd say yep. to uh, Perth. Um, what are your thoughts on Todd's role at Perth? I think it's a good spot for him, to be honest. Um, I think there was some data put out by someone on Twitter. I can't remember who, so apologies if they're listening and hear me quote this. But they were saying uh, coming off screens. Um, he's so much more efficient and under Gleason's system he's going to get that opportunity just like Steinl has done in the past and Tariko a little bit as well so I think it's a perfect opportunity for us to see a return of Todd's um, for maybe from like his Melbourne United days something along those lines um, so I guess we'll, we'll wait and see with him but you know what, what did he finish about a million bucks did he so he's going to be exactly a million bucks next year based on mm, previous scoring so previous scoring. he'll be competing with all those fresh imports that we're going to get into the league so yeah so that might be a bit of a question mark the price might be a little bit too high because he's a bit of an unknown in a new system but um, you know Toddy can shoot the ball shoot the lights out so we'll um, you know all those four pointers which are three pointers obviously in fantasy um, you know it's three a game there's 12 you know all that sort of stuff straight away so um, 
So, yeah, what, watch this space for him. And the okay. other one? Yeah, is uh, Angus Clover, of course. Local local uh, boy for the, for the Hawks. Um, we see, remember seeing old photos of him and Glenn Savile and different things like that when he was a kid. So, obviously, a really difficult decision for him to have to make. But um, to be put into free agency, I guess, unexpectedly, having not been in a good bargaining position previously, um, you can understand why he's made the move um, to uh, the Sydney Kings. Um, So uh, I've got some numbers on Angus, but uh, I'll get uh, your perspective first, mate. Yeah, I mean, it was. I think it's the times right for him. Sometimes you, I know, even as he's a hometown king kid with Wollongong, sometimes you got to fly the nest or whatever to um, branch out. I know. I mean, Cammy Glidden has just come out with a um, in an article today, which was a Q and A with was it with Gibbo? I can't remember. Yeah, Gibbo's but, um, podcast last night. Yeah. Talked, you know, one of the That's questions good. was why hasn't he played at Perth? And you know, he's, he said, "I'd love to play at Perth one day, maybe, but um, the the situation just hasn't been right for me." Um, yeah. Every time he's, he's had an opportunity, time. there's always well, it's been Bryce Cotton before that. There was um, and it's escaped me now. Um, before Bryce, there was even someone. Um, anyways, um, oh, so Kev, said, Lish. Uh, Kev, Kevin, Kevin Lish. Lish, that's it. Kevin yep. Lish was there, you know, won an MVP, all that sort of stuff. So he goes, someone was always there was always a starting shooting guard there, which he believes is his, his favoured position. Um, and best position, Cammy Glidden. So, um, you know, I think it's the same thing with Angus. He obviously, excuse me, felt maybe they're going to go with Emmett. Um, yeah, he doesn't know, I guess. Maybe, I don't know how close he is to Emmett and, and Sunday as well. Like, did he know that they weren't going to be, or did he know that Sunday was going to be leaving or did he not? Or, you know, he's got to look, you got to look after yourself sometimes. You can't just stick with the team. So he'd been there yeah. three years or something like that, plus DP before that. Um, and, I guess it gave him a chance to start fresh and he's only moving 90 minutes up the road. That's it. And uh, all you can do is wish the guy well. Now, uh, I always find it funny when people change teams to see how those players performed against those teams. Um, And talking about Angus Glover as a fantasy prospect, he's going to be cheap. Like you mentioned, there was a whole heap of guards in that rotation and, um, even your boy Darrington came in at the end of the year to spoil all the other uh, cash generation that these guys had from us from a fantasy perspective. But uh, I'm guessing he's going to be around that $530,000 mark, which is very cheap. Um, I'm just going to show you guys on basketballfolks.com. I'm just going to make body a bit bigger here. So, um, what? Yeah. Gonna... And zoom in on my ugly head. All right. So and someone someone helped us out. Someone knows and is listening out there. Um, at Faker one four double one said Lish. It was Lish. Thank you. You got the correct answer. Sorry, we have no prizes to give. Yeah. All right. So if you're on basketballblokes.com, obviously oh, at the moment the geez. fantasy game is still live from last season. So yep. you can go to fantasy.nbl.com.au and you can see the scores from last season, including the game logs. But that will be removed soon enough. Um, you can go to player stats and then play game logs. Now, I uh, knew we were talking about Gus, so I just wanted to go down to his game log. Are we going to be able to see it with Bordy's big bonds there? Yes, we. Now it looks good, mate. I can see. I can see us. Yeah. All right. Sydney Kings, 44 fantasy points, finishing off that last game when he finally got some opportunity. Um, I think he's going to have a, a lot more consistent role, and at that cheaper price with. 
uh, plenty of upside for Gus as well. Really talented guy. I think that um, I think that he's definitely in. Do, do I dare put him on board his watch list? What do you think? Uh, he's probably not going to be on my watch list at present, only because I think he sits behind Sean Bruce's there. Um, DJ's there now. DJ, what is it? Three what? The, DJ with the three J. Three DJ, three J. I don't know the uh, nickname lingo's yet. Sorry, mate. Um, uh, so and then you got DD there as well. So that was that was probably the only question mark I didn't speak about before when you when you asked me about the signing. Bit of a weird spot, maybe him to go to because you'd think that they're going to get a point guard import point guard in. So look, they're fairly stacked there. Um, in the wings and guards, kind of, I think, I feel like, for Angus. But we'll um, we'll have to wait and see. All right, what have we got next on the list? All right, so we're moving to the other player that left. And obviously, we're going to pay our respects to Damien Martin just quickly because, um, obviously, a fantastic career. We've already done it on Twitter, at bball underscore blokes, if you want to follow us. to see a, a little uh, tribute write-up. I basically said something along the lines of, I was looking for the words to describe his career, but he stole them. That's how good a defender he was. Um, so, And we now have the Damo Award. And I would say that this player is very Damo. much a short-priced contender for the Damo Award for the upcoming season. And that is Sunday Detch. Boydie, tell me about Sunday. Sunday. Um, well, obviously, he was one of the other guards at, at, at the Hawks last season that we talked about just got stuck in that rotation. He would look awesome when he got, you know, 30 minutes a game, but then would go down to scoring nothing in some game logs as well. Um, you can see his scoring ability in a couple of, if you go to basketballblokes.com as Benny was in before and have a look at some of those game splits. Um, and a lot of the, sm- the lesser scoring games were just the ones because he just wasn't getting minutes. So especially at the start when you had Lamello there, then uh, and Brooks was there as well at the start, and then when they went down, they were sort of sharing between Emmett uh, Glover and him, and it was just it was a bit all over the shot, to be honest. All right, um, I'll just to give that visualization to what Bordy was talking to. If you look at his game blogs through the first um, eleven games or something like that, up until this big fifty nine that you can see that he had. Um, he was averaging, I noted it down, 5.62 fantasy points at that time. Um, you'll see this run of here through the centre of 59, 43, 32, 46, 31. Great fantasy scores. And uh, so averaged 42.2 during that time. Drops back down to 11. That's because Boydie's mate, Darrington Hobson, uh, came in in that exact game and uh, was a ball hog who couldn't hit three-pointers and... Um, that obviously affected his scores. So for that run, he averaged 42. And for the season, he's going to be priced at 22. Um, so you're almost a bit like the players here. Um, they're taking a 50, We're getting a 50% pay cut on Sunday deck. So uh, almost a lock for me this early, I think. What are your thoughts? Um, don't know. It's going to depend on who they put next to him in that all-important import spot at Adelaide. They're going to only have one import because I think their roster is pretty much full now. Um, so not always oh, on my watch list. Oh, look, I said I've got 46 people on the watch list, so let's put Sunday in there for now. What the hell? Um, All right. But it's going to depend on who they put next to him because 
yeah, if they've if got someone, if, if someone, whoever comes in is a bit ball hungry, etc., then there's a lot of mouths to feed at Adelaide, um, probably with DJ there, with Humphreys there. Um, so, yeah, we'll see. I've just got that Adelaide roster up now on the website, and um, well, you look like you've done a good job of updating this. You had your first go today and didn't Thank even, you. The, the website still works, so well done. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, this, the balance of this roster looks, um, I guess, out of whack, to be honest. Um, yep. So they're going to get this scoring guard, point guard, combo guard. Um, doesn't really matter, but they're going to be, I think, I think kind of ball dominant and um, someone that can uh, uh, put it in the bucket, basically. Um, so you've got six guards there that we're going to have. Um, one wing in Jack McVeigh and uh, four above average bigs um, and expensive bigs for one or go. Uh, some- for some of them, one will go. We've, potentially, that'll be the Abichai, case. Maybe Chai's yeah, based tra- on Liam's training from Sydney before. Already. Well, he's already yeah. he's training in Sydney as well, so we'll see how we go. Okay, so perhaps that will free fix up that problem. I guess if uh, Obi is on the move, but um, so last year I'll, six. I'll spread the love a bit. Yeah, last year six of the eleven roster spots were guard filler. So who do we have? We had. Brooks, Ball, Nah, Greeter, Glover, and Deck. Crazy, right? Yep. Just yep. Um, it was exciting because you thought, like all these young guys, so much young talent, it's good. But let's put the we're good, now we've got a shorter roster, one less spot. I'm guess they get eleven with the next start anyway. But I guess so. It works out to be the same as that. They will have six of their eleven once again as guards. I just um. It's probably not how I would have ideally built the roster, but the good thing is Sunday deck, three-year deal. So um, that signing itself, um, you can't knock. He's gonna he's gonna be a breakout player, and I'm I'm locking him in. So Ooh, um, it's Sunday, definitely. Okay, it's it's gonna depend on me. Look, there's there's a few question marks with this. This roster, as I said, the, the guard coming in, and also is Josh Giddy going to come up and is he going to be performing straight away? Because then he's going to be pushing someone out for minutes. So I'm a, I'm a wait and see, but look, I'll, I'll keep him on the watch list for now. But uh, I'm not, he's not a lock for me. <laughs> All right. So um, Adelaide 36 is only going with one import. Now this is something that Bodinage uh, said would happen. I think in May uh, I read this article hearing that they'd only have one import and that looks like it's going to be the way that it's going to go. Obviously, if Obing leaves and there is a good small forward on the market that happens to be from overseas and they can get him as that second restricted player, I think that that is what a lot of our followers on Twitter have been hoping for, Boyd. Um, But the other team, I guess we'll talk once all these rosters are completed, we might try and stack them up in order of how we think they're going to go. But um, the other team that's going with one import is Brisbane. Well, yeah, because um, I think they're all finished now, aren't they? The roster's all done. Uh, so they've still got uh, the one spot. Yep. So I can bring that up, actually. Let's bring it up, Sorry. eh? Yep. Jump all right. So they've signed uh, Tamuri Wigness. Wigness. Now... Yep. Um, 
interestingly, didn't qualify for some reason. We don't know why, um, as a next star like uh, Giddy and King did. Um, by is all accounts, just something to do? they've just signed him for three years because they've signed him for three. He signed him for two, which is, is oh, technically the. It is technically the length of a next star contract, Correct. so that was one of the explanations I was looking for. Maybe it was the the terms of the deal. Um, but if you're Brisbane, unless they're looking for another next star player potentially, because obviously the benefit of the next star is having the league pay for part of the salary. So, um, Tamuri, from a fantasy perspective, is going to be that backup point guard. Did you manage to watch any of the highlights, Boydie? We're going to have hopefully have Michael. Halbin on from the pick and roll to discuss these guys in detail. But uh, at the moment, I've looked at highlights. Have you had a chance to do that? I have only seen little clips a little bit on, but not that much. So I won't um, okay. say anything. But what I was a bit upset about, I did see, I'm pretty sure he, he was there for preseason with Brisbane last year, wasn't he? Yes, he was. I'm a bit bummed. I don't know if he played. Oh, maybe Cairns. Maybe Cairns. No, he was, no, he was oh, with yes, Brisbane because right. I'm pretty sure he was on the roster when Please. I went down to see Phoenix um, in preseason game down in Traralgon. and But I'm pretty sure Can't he didn't play. Anymore, he might have even played. He only played for about two minutes at the end. So I'm a bit bummed that they didn't give him more minutes based on what I've seen in his highlights package. Yeah, that's right. So the comp coming from the overtime guys was... Jerome Randall, and once you watch him, you like you see that straight away. But he's sort of like a tanky Jerome tank. Randall. Yeah, Jerome Randall's a bit of a tank, but yeah, okay, yep. Yeah, I don't know. He looks a bit um, more solid physically, yep. um, and then lefty. I just think him. I'm obviously a Houston fan here. He's going to come through, but that left hand um, reminds me. He's just like a short James Harden. A lot of the stuff, awesome crossovers, can get to the bucket and finish with that left hand. Obviously, they only show what the highlights of the three-point shots that go in, <laughs> but when they do, they look uh, a bit Harden-esque. So, look, yep. it's going to be—he's um, going to be fun to watch. And uh, given they've given him the full contract for um, two years, they're only going to get one import spot. What was the rumours with um, Patterson that got brought well, up? Is that, is that rumour is that Patterson apparently he's going to sign. He'll sign at Brisbane if he signs in the NBL. But apparently New Zealand's chasing him if they don't get Hobson. Okay. Um, thank you for clarifying that. But uh, yeah, you put Lamar in that roster. You got ten players, and they all sort of nicely fit in their slots. We don't know about the Magna NBA stuff as we mentioned last week that we chatted about, but. Um, Pretty good-looking roster, definitely a finals contender for the Bullets for yeah, the sure. Bullets is looking good, but there's plenty of mouths to feed. I'm not sure whether that's going to help us fantasy-wise. I wouldn't say any of them are locks at the moment. Um, Magna, if you, for me, if, he, if yeah, he's still with us, he's still underpriced from our season because he spent still, half the season off the bench. So Still wary um, with him. you got him, you got Hodgson, and you got Froling all fighting for minutes and fighting for time. Um, as I discussed, as we discussed last week, I, I just think, I thought it was a weird move, Harry going there because I think he could have started at most teams possibly this year with the way the rosters are now and the two imports, etc. Um, so a little bit of a weird one, but uh, yeah. So fantasy wise, I don't like any Brisbane players really that much. I probably shouldn't use this as a um, segue, but speaking of a bit of a weird one, mm-hmm. it was a bit of a surprise, and it's weird in the fact that it hasn't happened with any success thus far, and that's Melbourne United's latest signing of you die, Baba. Um, yep. What were your takeaways from listening to the people that have seen <laughs> or read about uh, you die play? 
Well, I, the only thing I'm going off is what Liam said. He said he can play. So he's going to come in and, and going to give a little bit in this league. So the only name we... Uh, the only sort of one that we've seen of this really in the last couple of years was... What was his name at Brisbane? Makoto Hijama. Makoto Hijama. Yep. And we did yep. get to see him, basically. Um, and one of the reasons they did say about that early was his ability to speak English, so learning the plays and calls and etc. Um, okay. But apparently Yudai, Yudai um, can speak English. There was meant to be a press conference the other day where he was in English, but I did watch it for a bit and he wasn't speaking English, so I'm not too sure what the go was there. Um, yep. So can speak English, so I think he, you know, uh, Melbourne and are pretty smart. I don't think they do silly things, so... Who knows as far as price goes, mate? This is a complete lottery. What's this guy is another cheap leaguer, but you're certainly not paying 1.5 million best for thing him. About this, the best thing about this for us is he is massive in Japan, um, his home country, and if it means Japanese... Well, he's over six foot tall, so I'd imagine he'd be massive it. in Japan, mate. That's it. Nice. Um, and... The other thing was he's just got a massive following over there. So if he's playing over here, that means there's going to be eyeballs on the NBL, which means possibly there's going to be eyeballs on NBL fantasy. Um, I'm not sure what the NBA fantasy numbers are like from Japan, but um, I'm presuming they're uh, into their fantasy sports as much as we are here and, and over in the US. So it uh, means we could have some Japanese. Yep, we have some Japanese listeners, so we'll have to learn some. We'll have to, If we do have any Japanese listeners, tell them to shout us out so we can learn some <laughs> greetings. Yeah, I feel like um, I almost need a new segment uh, for this. Last week I talked about uh, it's uh, Benny's Parent Corner. Um, last week I had a, a reference to Duke Kaboom for Keanu Pinder. Um, this week um, I'm gonna just going to pop up something really quickly from uh, the movie Trolls. <laughs> okay. There is a picture of a cloud. Um, right. I don't want to offend him. Um, but this cloud, uh, he... In part of the movie, he says, you die, 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 die. So every time I see the name, you die, all I picture is this cloud. So, um, yeah, just uh, another uh, pop culture reference for all the parents of uh, four- and five-year-olds out there. Um, I wonder if I'm the only one that thought of that. But um, someone that doesn't die off, how's that for a segue? I don't know. Ooh, I don't know if we're going to. DB, Benjamin Button. Oh, the latest signing for United for as one well, years I, I guess he's a backup plan for him. I wouldn't be surprised if um, White starts initially, or maybe not initially, but it, w- it won't take long. And I think Jack White will be in there starting. Barlow's purely for is the backup plan, I think, long term. This is probably going to be Dave's last year, let's be honest. Um, just like DA 37. last year, maybe. Yep. Yeah. Well, Crazy. I think DA was 38, like, or turned 38, or I think already during the last season, possibly. Um, so, um, yeah, so I think it's going to be last year. I think Jack White will take over. So it's just a matter of, um, of keeping your eye out for that. What does that make you think now? Just back quickly on Jack White, uh, and his tenacious D, um, now that Barlow is the confirmed signing at power forward, that's probably, what would you imagine? 20, low twenties minutes per game. You would think, but Jack White. Yeah. I don't know. We don't know if the schedule is going to be congested or how that's going to all work out with COVID, of course. But um, uh, I think it now, once seeing it's confirmed at that power forward spot, um, big uh, upward trending arrow next to Jack White's name. I'd say, mate. Yeah, I think so. I think he's one to watch. Depending on what price, what price you reckon he'll come at? 
a minute. Two fifty k. Would be that cheap? Oh, yeah, no, it's quite annoying. Last year, gonna be looking like one of the bargains you'd think possibly because, as I said, he might start. We might see him from the start. Who knows how United will go with it? But um, so I would definitely have him on your watch list and keep an eye out for him at Melbourne United. How big is this piece of paper? This watch list. It's um pretty um, crazy. Well, currently it's just the uh, player stats page on the NBL Fantasy website. <laughs> so the entire thing, yeah. Is this how it you become be. the Oracle? No, nah, no, nah, it's not. Is this I've, how you finish I've, top ten in the world? I've ruled some out already, but um, yeah. But basically, what I'm doing is I'm going to basketballblokes.com, uh, looking at the rolling rosters page, and then highlighting a few names. As you, as I said before, there's no one on the Brisbane team that I've got my eye on. Um, at this stage, unless someone just comes from nowhere, shoots the lights out or whatever, but um, I don't think that's going to happen. Um, so, but, and there's a lot of new pieces to it. That's the exciting part I was saying to you today, earlier today, like we've literally got so many options um, out there, especially cheap options that have come into the league, etc. So, um, ooh, what are you doing? Sorry, that's just a little preview. That's an entire team, Ooh. an awesome team made Ooh. up of players that are cheaper than $1 million starting price. And obviously, obviously we know that that, um, that million-dollar mark is a, a good cutoff because that's where our new imports come in for NBL Fantasy. So um, I've got uh, about 15 uh, options in total written down here that uh, players I would be happy to have on my team. And I think given what you just said, this is going to be great. We're not going to all have the same. You're going to have to, you're not going to be able to have all these bargains in there. You're going to have to pick no. and choose. It's going to be awesome. Because there's still going to be a relatively, un, you know, obviously every time there's risks when you've got new players coming in, they might run amok. You know, we might get struck with the Dan Trist of 2019, whenever it was that season where we saw him in a few preseason games. We're like, this guy's going to be the starting power forward. He's going to be ripping it up, rah, rah, rah. And then it just never eventuated. David, um, Dave Barlow went bananas, was the starter for the whole year and was the bargain that everyone had to have. So, um, look, there's going to be some people around like that that um, that you, you know, that, that no one picks or some, you know, every few people will pick him or whatever. There's going to be some locks that everyone will have, like, yeah, quite Noy next year, last year for sure. But um, there's going to be some interesting ones out there. Okay, speaking of interesting ones, still out there, mate. You said you mm-hmm. um, you wanted to just have a look at a, a couple of names that of players that um, we haven't heard their names called called out yet. So yeah, so we can keep an just, eye out for, mate. Yeah, obviously there's still a lot to come, and fantasy, where you know the imports are the upper echelon of players generally. So none of, is there any import sign yet, except for Cotton? No, pretty much. Um, he won't be one for long. No, maybe not. Um, so I just thought it was interesting. There's a few names that aren't being spoken about really. Um, so what I was, the few names that I had that off the top of my head were AJ Ogilvy, you know, has been a solid player in this league for a long time. Did have, a, you know, let's arguably his form sort of dropped over the last couple of years in different situations at the Hawks there, you know, like, but, but he's still, he's still, you know, you know, a starter quality, quality, Center, power forward. So I'm kind of interested. Not far no off it anyway. Yeah, or if he's not, he's yeah. It's good enough um, to play in the league. That's right. There's certainly a few gaps there. Um, so I was wondering, like, so he, him, he's one name that stuck out. Um, I didn't write the names down when we were talking about this earlier, so I should have. I'm bad. Um, Jared are. Kenny was one name. 
Hey? Okay. Yeah. Uh, Kickett was one name that I mentioned as well. Now, Kickett's getting on in age. I think he's 34 or something along those lines now. Um, so he's one as well. I thought interesting no one sort of signed him. We've, we, a, lot of, a lot of the teams have sort of gone real youth first, and maybe these older guys will get picked up later. Uh, I'm not too sure. Um, so, yeah, I mean, there's no, there's been no real import talk yet. So... Um, there's a, obviously there's a bunch of those guys that aren't there. Um, I think that's about it. Was that the only names I wanted to run through? Yeah, I mean, there's obviously we've been there's some names that have been flashing in the New Zealand NBL um, tournament that they've got going over there at the moment. Yeah, and um, Tom Vedanovic has been going nuts. And um, what do you, what's he going? He's definitely every twenty two point double double shooting. Yep. Nearly fifty percent from three point range at ten ten attempts a game, so obviously that's a, the standard in particular this year. Without the uh, Aussies going and playing as imports is um pretty is a lot lower than even your normal NBL one. But um, surprised like there was talk when Trist got signed for New Zealand that why didn't they sign Vedanovic? So yep. um, it'd be interesting to see with the smaller rosters whether or not he gets a go. Hiram yeah, the one Harris was, maybe does get yeah, does he get a DP role? Who knows? Yeah, um, I don't know. He's um he's certainly been like what's he's averaging almost sixteen points a game, almost six and a half rebounds a game. Oh, sorry, sorry, twelve and a half rebounds a game almost, and six assists a game over in the NZ NBL. So just putting up stats all over the place. So and we saw him a couple of times at Illawarra late in the season last year. Can play, get got an opportunity, and and I think did well in those little minutes there too. So. There's still some names floating around. There's lot, there's lots of teams that have still got lots, you know, a few gaps in there. Like you look at the Yellow Warrior side, they've got gaps everywhere still a little bit. Um, so I guess it's interesting. We've still got Cairns got a, you know import spots and a couple of more signings to make as well, probably. So um, I guess watch this space. Yep. All right, mate. Uh, why don't you wrap us all up? Tell everyone yeah. where they can find us if they need to, yeah. and. Um, at the moment, yeah, they can well, find uh, me stop on this old man stream. cave. They can find me in my man cave at the moment, but I'll be going to bed shortly. Um, no, we as always, we're on Twitter. What about hair, hairdressing inquiries? Can I? Can I? Is there anything? Boyd's barbers are shut at the moment um, due to lockdown restrictions in Melbourne Metro. Um, but I'll, I'll hopefully be opening up when I get good enough at doing my own hair, which, as you can probably see by the, from this live stream, then it's not real great. Um, at Boyd Barbers on Twitter. That's right. Um, at bball underscore blokes on Twitter, which you're probably watching us right now from there, so that's fine. We're on Facebook, Basketball Blokes, uh, and we're also on YouTube, Basketball Blokes, and we're at basketballblokes.com for all the rolling rosters that Benny put up before, uh, the stats we've put up the last couple of years worth of stats on there as well. So jump on there and take a look, um, and hopefully we've got everything for your fantasy, NBL fantasy needs. Um, but until next week, I guess, signing off. See ya. Hopefully guys. we've got Banksy back with us. Cheers, hopefully boys. Thanks. Good on you, mate. Cheers, mate.